When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If my pops finds out I got in trouble in school today, I'm definitely going to be on punishment. Ah! Uh, there's a party tonight at Peter's house. Can I go? You're not going nowhere. Every little step you take will be around this bedroom tonight. Did you hear anything about a party tonight? Uh-uh. At least not any good ones. Hello, Tawatha. Do I feel like being bothered with Tawatha? Hello, LaDonna. Woman, woman. Yo, baby, looking real good. Step off. Scandalous. Kick it, Pop. What you got to say now, punk? How much more trouble can I get into? Prison. Just do me a favor. Don't pick up the soap. Wait till I find him. I'm gonna kill him. Yo, y'all look who fell into the gig. Hey, this ain't so tame. The two finest women in here. Now, how could a man choose? And he better choose right. Okay, so where we're on our way to? The house party. What? The house party. Jay ain't going to that damn party. That's all to it. I don't give a damn what you say. You're making me a social misfit. Multiple um, honeys. Also, multiple honeys. Yeah. <laughs> multiple honeys. Welcome to Recap and Gown, the podcast where four old millennials talk about the high school and college movies from back in the day when we were high school and college students to find out what made the grade and what should have been held back. Representing the class of 03, I'm your co-host Crooks. Joining me this week and every week, he sings like an angel and drinks like a fish, the class of 04's own Big Hearn, David Oscar Hernandez. What up, Dave? Not much. I uh, found a movie on Netflix that uh, got away from me somehow because I'm a big Allison Janney fan. Oh, have, have, have you seen Lou? Have, no. have you seen Lou yet? Mm-mm. It's just a movie called Lou about a, I guess, just a woman who lives in the middle of nowhere in Washington State, and you find out she has some an interesting dark past after something happens to people who are close to her. And Ooh. I won't give anything away because it's actually really good, but it got past me. Like I'm like, usually I'm I got the radar up for anything with Alice and Janney in it, but uh, how how old is it? And uh uh came out this year maybe really? three or four months yeah, went I'm straight to netflix so it didn't, okay. didn't, didn't, yeah it, it didn't get a theatrical uh release or anything hmm. but uh yeah a lot of weird stuff is just dropping on netflix like like this fully produced and like expensive looking movie with jessica chastain about that guy nurse who's killing people oh, Jesus. um it actually looks like a good movie i haven't gotten to it yet but i'm like they're just they're paying for real movies that should be in theaters and they just show up on Netflix one day and it just doesn't feel right. Usually like, oh, well, it's going to be a month in theaters, two months in theaters, but mm-hmm. they just show up now. I mean, if yeah. you want some, some weird freaky shit, we're recording this on Halloween. If you want some weird freaky shit on Netflix, 28 Days Haunted is pretty good. 
It's like mm. um, it's it's a you would not like it. It's spooky, but it's a reality series. Um, there's like three different groups of paranormal investigators, and they like isolate themselves for 28 days in a supposedly haunted location, and just like mm-hmm. they live there. And there's like do experiments and they, you know, record a lot of shit. And there are some things that happen that if they are not, you know, fully faked for the show are pretty fascinating. Some things that happen in some of these places. So it was, yeah, it was worth a watch. I don't like spooky. I I know you would hate it, but I I love a ghost story. So I'm down with that. Yeah. Yeah, Enjoy. Well, Uh, Flying solo in the Lone Star State This podcast chief oral hygiene And trivia correspondent from the class of 01 Dana Griffin, what up Dana? Not much I feel like I talked about this last time Barbarian, since I know The spooktacular's over, but it's on HBO Max now So, yeah Yeah, there are some some Images from that movie that are going to stick with me For a very long time Um, Mm -hmm. The Mm -hmm. the main, I guess, like the main Villain, because there's two villains, but the main Villain's like voice (laughs) going to be stuck in my head forever it is some spooky weird shit uh good. yeah i don't have a good segue from naked scary lady well, no no it's from one house to another oh a, a house of no parties <laughs> to this movie. uh dana what are we talking about where can we get it and what is it about uh oh i forgot to update this but we are talking about house party from 1990 mm-hmm. um i know it's on hbo max i don't know where else it is That's i don't care there, I, know. So I watched it there yeah it's been on hbo max i feel like since hbo max started and i appreciate it there's a lot of good like random like black movies on there that i'm like they're like we're not gonna take this down we're just gonna yeah. leave a lot of random black movies doing. and a lot of like 90s sitcoms the whole nanny is on there you can watch the yeah. entire yeah. Nanny. also a lot of black sitcoms are on yes. there and i'm like thank yep. you hbo max i was like I think they said in the house is on there isn't it Single, living single, living single. I single I want them. I keep your head up. What? I keep your head up. That's head right. Up. That's, that's right. 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 Home to my left. To my Am right. right. Am I right? I really. I, I love that show. <laughs> it's really I good. It. I wish they would put on um in living color. That's all that I need is somewhere that is streaming all of in living color, commercial free. That's all I want in my life. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez's people are like, I'm embarrassed with the dancing. That'll never. She was good at it. Her dancing was legit. I know. Doesn't matter. It's by someone that embarrasses her. If anyone should be embarrassed, it's uh, DJ SW1, aka Sean Wayans. He wasn't DJing anything. Mm -hmm. He's just standing up in like a catwalk, boarding to the crowd. I I wonder if it's like music stuff because it took forever to get the slate online. Someone's got to have a reason why. It could be if you watch. like SNL on Peacock, they don't have any of the musical performances from like the nineties and yeah. shit. So that could mm-hmm. be the case. There's I even like one of my all time favorite SNL ske- sketches. It's more of a recent one. It's when Paul Rudd is on. <laughs> so it's not Paul... main justice. Got <laughs> it's it. not main justice. Got it. It's from like maybe 2010 or t- 2009. Mm. Um, Beyonce, I think Justin Timberlake's on. Beyonce's the guest. Or no, Paul Rudd's the host. I don't know. Some there's a lot of people in it, but it's Beyonce, Andy Spanberg, yeah. Justin Timberlake, and Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd is still directing like the single ladies video. And then like mm-hmm. he's like Beyonce. Um, I don't know if this would be okay with you, but so my my wife's uh, son, so my stepson's would really like to be in the in the video if you don't mind. And it's like Justin Timberlake oh, no. and Andy Spanberg. <laughs> 
in the black leotard. It is so funny, <sighs> but you can't find it anywhere because Beyonce I don't know that music. one. Well, sure, of course not. Mm. Why would she do that? Yeah, I don't know that one. It's kind of sad that I that flew over my head. Yeah, I like literally kept an episode of uh, SNL on my DVR for like two and a half years and just kept it right on that that five minutes. So I'd rewind it, watch it. Rewind it, watch it. It is, it's so funny. It's I believe so funny. you. That does sound like it's good. Anyway, yeah. Back to the synopsis of this yeah. film. Via Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Play's parents are out of town and he's planning the house party to end all house parties. I don't know about that, but no. um, his friend Kid, who wants to go more than anything, knowing Sydney, the hottest girl in school, is sure to be there. But when Kid gets into a fight at school, his father grounds him. Still determined to go, Kid sneaks out of the house and faces. One calamity after another as he makes his way to Play's house and the party of the school yeah. year. That's not bad. I, I would take issue that Sydney's the hottest girl in school. I think Shireen is hotter than her. And, and, yeah. also, and also, we can we can quibble about the party quality, which I'm sure we will because low. I have some issues with it. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, also, I feel like the calamities aren't on the way to Play's house. He gets there pretty okay. The calamities are like no, he after run, he gets there, and you know, he runs into there's calamities about. There are some poor kid. The, the way this movie sets it up is basically this is black, um, super bad. It's not bad. It's not like the whole movie is watching him try to get to the party. He's at the party for a long fucking time. Yeah. So. The, you know, it's the not, it's not a bad synopsis, though. Are, it's not bad. You know, they're okay. Yeah. Uh, Dave, if you could give us a rundown of who's in this movie. There's a few people in this movie. Uh-huh. Uh, kid, kid and Play. Christopher Kid Reed and Christopher Play Martin as Kid and Play. Um, Bilal, played by Martin Lawrence. He looks like he's like 12 years old. Looks very, young very as young. shit. Yeah. Um, Robin Harris, who looks very old, but is actually yeah. quite quite young. 36 <laughs> years old when this movie came 36? out, but he looks like a 50, 50 something year old man. Motherfucker as, your uh, age. Yeah, he doesn't make it past uh, Pop Robinson. Nine days yeah. past this movie's premiere. And then. Oh, yeah. is that all it was? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Robin. Uh, we'll find see. a way to baby ass um, kids on the podcast. <sighs> I don't know. I, I don't know who Full Force is, but I can tell you who Full Force they're is. The, they're but the bad they're guys but as uh, Stab, Pee Wee, and Zilla. Uh, yeah, Stab so... is Paul Anthony George. Lucian Bowlegged George Jr. is Pee Wee, and Brian Beefine George as Zilla. Yeah, they're, they're brothers. Part of full... No. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't. They have the same, same, last, same name? last name. Maybe they are. I guess <laughs> Full Force. Exactly. They're they're part of Full Force. Full Force yes, was yeah. like um. Like an R and B hip hop group, there's like eight of them, mm. and I think yeah. those like a collective, like, not a yeah. collective, like a like a band. It was it was like um, if you ever see uh, all of Arrested Development together, and they have like an old man who just dances mm. on stage, and like a bald lady who does like African dance. It's like that. It's like there's mm. there's a full R and B band, and then also like three MCs that are also like part of this group. Um, yes. There's a lot of people in full force. I think by the time this movie came out, they were kind of no longer really making big hits. I associate them with like DeBarge, like in a mid eighties was like their heyday pretty much. I what's that one DeBarge song? That's whenever that comes on, I'm, I'm you, you just got to be quiet. You just got to play because it's because guess what one of that song is. 
It's five, five minutes long. It goes on forever. <laughs> it's a full, it's a full five minutes. It's so song. good. It's off the last dragon um, soundtrack. Oh my god, let's do that for the pod. I say it every time. We gotta uh, find a way. Sydney played by Tisha Campbell. Tisha Campbell looking good. Mm-hmm. Big mm-hmm. fan. Yeah. Um, Shireen, I think that's Sydney. That's Sydney's friend. Yeah, Tisha's friend is AJ Johnson as Shireen. Uh, Gene Groove Allen as Groove and Daryl Chill Mitchell as Chill. Mm-hmm. Don't uh, call or, those characters uh, rappers of we've the seen <clears throat> Chill. Well, yeah, we've seen Chill before. Uh, he's in what 10 things I hate about you. Is that right? I think so. He's the, teacher, the teachers, he? mm-hmm. he's yeah. in a wheelchair at that point because uh, of a motorcycle accident. Yeah, he's the cool teacher, yeah, not the one who looks at titties. Yes, correct. Not that. Let's see. Yeah. Uh, uh, Kelly Joe Minter as LaDonna. John Witherspoon shows up yelling out the window as, as himself. Uh, Mr. Strickland who, who lives next door. Yeah, it's just that's that's the part he was born to play. Yeah. Uh, the two cops, Barry Dom- Diamond and uh, Michael Pinewski is cop one and cop two. If you saw him, you're like, I've seen him in other things. You're, they're very recognizable. Yeah. The DJ at the party was George Clinton looking very like young. He I, I've never young. seen him that yeah. That age, because I I, I only re- I I remember him from a movie six years later that we'll never be able to see because you can't stream it anywhere. PCU and he looks oh. bigger and old, older, older, older. <laughs> it's crazy I, in six years the, the, the kind of damage you can do. I'm shocked but, uh, that's him. Looks I I did yeah. not know that until just now, and I'm like I don't what? know. I only know George Clinton with a big ass beard. I've never seen George Clinton clean shaven in my life. Yeah. Okay. Also, his name is in the opening. Credits. Like half of his head shaved off, well, and, and, and not just okay. tons of dreads going all over the place. Yeah. In different I, colors. Yeah. I, I, I gotta be on the lookout. He's in the opening credits. Would never have realized that was mm. him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, okay. Some other people. I don't. Uh, Brutus, the character, Cliff Frazier. I don't know who that is. I don't yeah. know the rest of these folks. You I got all the good. good ones there. Um, yeah. Let's go around the horn here and give some memories of the first time we saw this one. Dana, what do you got? So I'm sure I saw bits and pieces of it as a child. I just, I feel pretty strongly about this. This would have been when my brothers were in high school or middle school. So I'm sure they were watching it. Um, but the first time of like, where I can remember seeing the whole thing, a couple years ago, early days of the pandemic. Really? So I back. So I was like, wow. I should wait for the pod. But I'm like, I want to watch this right now. So I did. So it's okay. like only in the past couple of years that I watched like the whole thing. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Dave, how about you? Last night, baby. Um, <laughs> I had heard about the, I'd heard about it. Yes. I just, I, it came out when I was five and just, <laughs> I, 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 I don't know, man. It just, it just never came up again. It, it, I, I guarantee you, if when we were in high school, you were like, you know a movie you got to see? You got to see party. House Party. We would have watched it at some point, but yeah, just never, just didn't come up. That's didn't on happen. that's on me for being a bad black friend. I should have made sure that we lived together for a while. I should have made sure that we all watched this movie it, together. This movie is called Hollywood Show. I'm like, oh, uh, I've seen that one. I, <laughs> yeah, I, Hollywood Show is a good one. Yeah, Bamboozled is one that you should watch once, but it's very fucking sad. Um, yeah. I personally, I don't have a clear memory of the first time that I saw this, but it it was a movie that was like a basic cable all the time movie when we were in elementary and middle school, like between BET mm-hmm. USA and comedy central, it was like law and order. It was always on somewhere. And because I'd only seen the basic cable version until earlier today, all the cuss words had been dubbed over. They weren't like putting bleeps <laughs> and they were just like putting in other words there. 
And I remember, I mean, it's clear as they watching what they're saying, but I remember to this day, I will still substitute mother father a lot when I call somebody a motherfucker. There was also part where they, they call them punk motor scooters and punk mother scrunchers. And I'm just like, why were you dubbing these words in, in particular? Um, yeah. yeah, mother, father, motor scooter, and mother scruncher are ones that stood out to me from like cracking up as a kid. Like, come on, man. I'm I'm ten and I know what they're saying. Uh, Those are so, better yeah. than what is it? I want these Monday uh, uh, these, to Friday snakes yeah. off this whatever. It's, uh, it's something, something. I forget the first one, but it is Monday to Friday playing. <laughs> it's, Not it's, quite as good as the ones in Scarface. Uh, it's like, where'd you get the scar? Eating pineapple. That's <laughs> not what he says. There's some really good ones in Scarface. These were, I'm sure these were not as good, but uh, yeah, I I can see some a lot of creativity in the early '90s just to just to avoid the FCC. Who was sitting down writing all these? (laughs) Now they just like let the audio drop. I don't. Oh yeah, let's drop it out. Or if it's on FX, let us fully cuss. (laughs) They just don't care anymore. FX don't give a fuck. They're like, go ahead, give a fuck. Charge us whatever. No, no one's watching this. Every three seconds. No one's watching it live anyway. Everyone's streaming it, so oh, there's like no. I think I can get a certain. You need a certain audience to get a certain fine, so they're like, man, eh, it's not even bothering. Yeah, fucking not worth yeah. it. Um. Okay, so Dana, watching it again for the second time in a little while here, did it make the grade or should they hold this back? It hadn't been that long since I watched it for the first time, and this time I was like, kind of. I wish it was funnier. Not gonna lie. I oh. thought it was funnier. I don't know. Maybe I had been drinking, you know, early days of the pandemic. Early pandemic, yeah. No. Drinking then? No. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but not watching it like stone cold, sober, and tired at like 6 a.m. Um, it's totally fine. I think it is very of an error, obviously. It's yes. fucking 1990. Um, so I'm sorry, you know, it's 32 years old. It's it's different. Yeah, um, it shows it's fine. yeah, yeah, it makes a great, but I, I think it, it could be funnier. I don't think the new one's going to be good. Of at course, all. sorry, not. LeBron James, fuck your film. No, the new one of this, the new white men can't jump. Stop, stop doing yeah, it. with with everyone vaping and drinking their trulies and everything. It's just not uh-huh. going to be as good. No, yeah. probably doing Molly and some shit. Um, sure, Dave, how about you? It was fine. Uh, yeah, but just like. Uh, Dana said it is of its time and mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm. aged. I, I would say aged would, would be a good way to describe it. Um, Geriatric. The, there there was some funny stuff. I thought uh, um, I thought kid, kid and play were interesting characters. Some of the dancing made me kind of laugh a little bit because it was just bad. But that's the way people dancing like, like that and doing like two on two dancing. I'm like, okay, good, great, yeah. whatever. The rap battle was fine i guess was it good we'll probably talk about it we're gonna talk um about we're gonna talk about yeah and there's um <laughs> uh, yeah it's um a lot of appropriate behavior nothing nothing crazy everyone was pretty nice i mean everyone would run at each other with baseball bats you wouldn't see anybody actually getting hit or no. anything like that it was just implied off screen there was a lot of it's like a lot of good behavior but the mm-hmm. bad stuff was off screen happening like there was a little political commentary with the cops. We can talk about that too. A little bit. Yeah. Um, they 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 got theirs in the post credit scene. If you guys saw that, um, but um, yeah, it was fine. Didn't hate it. Didn't love it. It was good. Made yeah. the grade. It was yeah. it was sufficient. It was good. Yeah, it made the grade for me. Um, 
I always think about hip hop at this time kind of being like a fork in the road. Like on one side, you've got your kid and play, young MC, digital underground, tone local. You got party rap. On the other side, you got your NWA, Tupac, Ice T, Schoolie D. Like obviously gangster you're rap. Public won enema. Out. Yeah, public enema. Public enema. Uh, <laughs> obviously gangster rap won out over party rap. But like it's fun to think about yeah. what would have happened if it went the other way and we never got the drugs and violence part of hip hop at all. Like, it's kind of like this movie serves like a time capsule about as far down the road as you can get yeah. where hip hop is still just about like having a good time and dancing. And so like, I, I enjoy that aspect of it. Um, it's a little bit longer than it should have been. They yes. probably should have cut out about 15 minutes of this. That it was over an hour and 40. Yeah. It, it, it was a lot. Didn't need happen. that. Didn't need that. Um, no. But I think I laughed more than you guys did. Maybe because like the nostalgia of watching this when I was a kid has stuck with me, but it's a, it's a silly fun movie. It made the grade for me. It's nothing yeah. spectacular, but it. And I, I disagree. I think the dancing was good. There, I said it. Yeah. Whoa! Yeah. I was gonna get to it. Don't jump ahead. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about it when we get to it. Um, okay. Let's and see one here. and we... two and dancing here and one and two. I, I felt like there was a lot of that, but we'll talk about it. It's fine. We'll talk about That's it. That's fine. Uh, I will get us going with one quick fun fact here. Uh, we oh, talked about please. Full Force being mm-hmm. the bullies. Frankly, they're they're too big to be musicians. <laughs> Those guys are yeah. gigantic. Mm. They're but like they bodybuilders. Yeah, two of them are huge, and one of them does a funny voice. But they're not credited in the soundtrack, but their song, Not My Type of Hype, is a song that's in the big dance battle scene. Yes. It's huge. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But they're not in the soundtrack. They're not credited as doing that song, but that's... You're hearing full force in the whole dance battle scene. So there's that. Yeah. That makes no sense that they weren't credited. I think that's it's weird. weird because <laughs> it's very strange. It became huge. It became a huge song for them. Yeah. Um, my fun facts are originally not I'm not I had written it as originally it was offered to DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Um, but I think it was here's the deal, because this was produced by New Line Cinema, like initially before it was bought by other companies, once it had a good premiere at Sundance. But it was basically like... Sundance was wild. Yeah, yeah I was reading a whole Sundance. article about it. Um, can love this movie. <laughs> New, New Line was like, okay, you made that song, um, the Freddy Krueger song that I can't remember. It's uh, Nightmare on My Nightmare Street. Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, so that they, I think, borrowed some of the, like, the name and a little bit of the music, and they didn't credit or ask for permission. So it was like, you can make this movie or you can pay us. But then Reginald Hudlin was like, who's the director and writer of this, was like, I'm not casting those two because they owe you guys. I want people who want to be in this film. I don't want them yeah. to be in it because they have to be here. So they originally were supposed to go to those two. or they, It's they better were, this way, I think. Yeah. We're about to be blackmailed to be in it. I don't know. I think it, I think it might have been funnier if well, it was those two. I'd be bothered by that because then you can't have Martin Lawrence. Like, Jeff is a, a DJ. Like, he's the DJ. But he's someone not gonna, would like, have to play. Rapper. Yeah. Someone would have to play, like. Martin Lawrence so is going to play the play role, like, I guess. Yeah, someone else would have like someone else would have had to step in. It could have been Martin. Martin could have been playing. I guess Martin could have been. I don't know. I An don't early know. prequel to Bad Boys. Oh Jesus! Did not make that connection. Cuba. Yet. Cuba could have right. been in this. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm happy it wasn't was Cuba. I'm trying to think of what what other like fun rappers they could have. I mean, they they really could have cast Young MC. I guess as the other guy with Fresh Prince or. Well, you don't need another. Oh, cool you yeah. Oh, ooh, LL. Yeah, nineteen ninety LL Cool J would have been ooh. perfect for this movie. I love that. I love yeah. that. Okay. Would have been good. Okay. Would have been good. I, I'm I'm back in. Yeah. 
<laughs> back in okay, right um so then the other one we kind of mentioned it before um they're actually all in this so originally uh reginald hudlin used to do music videos for i can't remember who now i don't know the article up um i don't know some label that mary j blige and a bunch of other people started at mm. chell mitchell groove allen and uh dj Bilal miller we're all in this group called Groove Be Chill, aka all their nicknames. There you go. Um, and the director originally wanted them to start it, but they weren't big enough names, so they gave them other parts in it. And then Chill and Mitchell sense. has been a working actor ever since. Yeah, yeah, ain't that? And some then, shit. yeah, Full Force rewrote a lot of their dialogues. They thought it was kind of corny and lame, so they rewrote it. Um, it's funny that like this is not corny and lame because <laughs> their dialogue is corny and lame. Their movie. dialogue is wild. Um, and then I'll just do one last one. This all started as a film school project from the director, Reginald Hudland. Uh, he was at like Harvard as a film student. And wow. this was his short film. His older brother, Warrington Hudland, had started like a black student film group at Yale. And that's where Jesus. Reginald would show a lot of his uh, work. So, yeah. I'll be damned. that I did not yeah. know that. That is some shit. Yeah, I was reading about it on The Ringer oh. today. Thank you, TheRinger.com. Yeah, bravo, The Ringer. All right. Well, let's go ahead yeah. and uh, get into the recap and the segments here. Dana, where do you want to get us started? Okay. I loved this just on its own, and then I was reading an article, and it made me love it more. But the movie opens, which makes like zero sense for the time period of this film, but it opens with Luther Vandross. Sure I does. Love it. <laughs> My first but notice. Is that Luther Vandross? Boy. <laughs> Yeah, bad boy having a party. It's like it's so it doesn't it truly doesn't make sense because we're gonna like it makes a hard cut to hip hop after that. Yeah, yeah. But it's such a good Luther song. They actually bring it back a little bit. Um, and basically, I think why it's included is uh, it was the inspiration for the student film that Reginald did is that he was in like the early 80s. Mm. He heard that song okay. on the radio and was like, oh, man, we don't have any good like house party music videos of just having a good time and hanging out. Having a party. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> um, I really I also had gotten into Luther a lot again during oh. the pandemic. So this was really well, really which Luther, big Luther, or little Luther. Young Luther, early 80s okay. Luther. That's um, Luther yeah. Never too much, never too much, never too yeah. much. He, he lost a lot of weight, and I'm like, it's not as good anymore, Luther. All the husk out of your yeah. voice. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. So I enjoyed that. Love that opening. Um, and then the elephant in the room. Everybody's old as fuck in this oh, film. Shit. Everybody. Everybody's yeah. old. Yeah. My, my, my first note is, is that Luther Vandross? My second note is, all these teenagers look 35. <laughs> well, kid, kid yeah. was 28. Yeah, he's 28. 28. And play Jeez. is, I think play is, I think play is two years older. He's 30? Play is no, older I than kid. I thought kid, when I was reading, a thing was saying that like, uh, kid was the oldest. I'll look it up right I now. Think, I think current day, I think kid is 58 and play is 60. Oh. I think. Then, yeah, everybody's <laughs> even older than man. I thought. <laughs> yeah. Even older than I thought. Yeah, um, he and so Robin yeah, are all... six years apart. <laughs> Yeah, they're all fucking old. Martin Lawrence. And Crazy. The, the, thing, the thing that makes it so wild about it is that like Martin Lawrence and uh, there we go. I had the wrong one. Oh, oh shit, you're right. Right? 30 years okay. old like yeah. a school student. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Um, And the thing, so 
two years later, Tisha Campbell and Martin Lawrence are in Boomerang playing mm-hmm. full grown ass adults. Yeah. Tisha Campbell is Eddie Murphy's neighbor in the film, and he lives in a beautiful penthouse apartment somewhere in New York. Yet she's yeah. a high school student. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. doing a lot of work mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot. Uh, but you just gotta you just gotta keep going. Yeah, yeah. These kids sure whatever. trying to have a house party. <laughs> old as shit, crow's feet, bags under their eyes, whatever. 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. Sure. It's still totally fine. It's still totally fine. Um, they actually don't tell us what grade they're in, so who knows? Okay, he anyway. could be 14, he could be high school freshman. <laughs> yes. Uh, but we truly don't know. Okay, don't, but ultimately one of them drives. Okay, so maybe they're 16. Yeah, yeah. 16, 17 tops. Yeah, yeah. Maybe 18. I don't know. Well, kid does wind up in jail, so maybe they are 18. True. Yeah. Uh <laughs> there's not much plot in this film. It's really it's kind of just a vibe. We're having a party. It's basically what it is, they just wanted to have like a a black teen film of just trying to have a party. A good old fashioned weekday party. That, school day party. That, that, that part I'm like, this this is on a weeknight. They have school Thursdays. tomorrow. What, you think this is a, Do you think this is a good idea? You think it's a good idea? Uh, I don't that's think it's a terrible good idea. idea. Uh, it's, no, yeah, it's not a really a good bad idea. idea. Yeah. 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 So it's just a Thursday. Yeah. And then a lot happens and they have to go to school the next morning. Uh-huh. Um, so we learned, <laughs> <laughs> we learned that kid has a kind of strict dad. He's a single father. He works nights, but he's kind of tough on him. And he's Robin sweet. Harris doing all of his best Robin Harris. Things, brings up Dolomite thought, right away. <laughs> like all the best Robin Harris stuff. I thought he was pretty cool. It's just when his kid fucked up. Yeah. yeah, he gave him the business. Yeah, but, he, uh, was, he was like, you can't that, go to that like, party. Hey, I wanted to watch Dolomite. <laughs> hey, son, I, know, I made you. I made you breakfast. I would be asleep while you're breakfast. eating it. Yeah. Yes, a full <laughs> breakfast. That's a good dad. <laughs> Sit That's down one this Dick Gregory. <laughs> just sit down. Here. Yeah, that explain. Someone explain that to me. Did we what just jump to the blackisms then? Okay, we we yeah. Well, I don't like, know what that is. I I know who Dick Gregory is. Sure. Why is that juice that's supposed to be like a weight loss juice, or is it well, orange juice? I don't know. A, a couple people drink Dick Gregory <laughs> during the course of this movie. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the Bahamanian diet. I don't know. I'm looking I it up no right now. No idea what that is. Okay. Uh, right. I saw them reference it in the trivia, but they don't really explain what it is. I don't know, but yeah, know. that was like a, I we can come. I don't know what it is. I'm trying right. to look. It I'll up. do a Google search. Dick juice. Oh wait, Dick, Dick, Dick Gregory juice. juice. Sorry. Oh no. Oh no. I oh no. Yep. No, Throw okay. the computer out. Throw it out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's in the trash now. Uh, uh, Dick Gregory's. Gregory's it's Caribbean shake for optimal health. Oh my god. Oh, what's in it? It, it? It's it's still sold on Amazon. Let me still. Let me let me take a look here. Wow, look at this. Oh. Dick not Gregory's that Dick Caribbean Gregory. Drink. Oh, it's a different guy that's also named Dick Gregory? Vegan, gluten-free, <laughs> plant-based protein powder will help satisfy your appetite and support healthy intestinal microflora. That is wild. It's a right. different think, Dick no, Gregory. I think it's the same one. I mean, Dick Gregory was Crazy. a very fit man. He was skinny, yeah. so perhaps. It's the, ba- the Bahamanian diet, also known as the Slim Safe Bahamanian diet. Wow. There it is. And see, and this is one of those things that on Amazon today, if you yeah, so choose, it's one of those things that probably would have made all the sense in the world to have it in there at the time, and now it just sounds insane to hear it said out loud. 
yeah. Created kind by of comedian looked... and activist Dick Gregory. Wow. Wow. Um, it kind wow. of looked like, I don't know if anybody had watched Never Ending Story recently, no. but the dad on that in the beginning, um, who winds up being uh, Major Dad, um, makes a shake. Major Dad. <laughs> and it's literally just eggs. And I think orange juice in a blender, oh. raw eggs. He just is Yummy. drinking it. I'm like, gross, orange man. in the 80s. Orange eggs, juice. gross. There's ways, there's ways to get protein without, you know, possibly giving yourself what's something you can get from raw eggs i think that i i think jardia crawls up your pee hole no i don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know that's, that's a candy room. Room. i'm i'm done talking yeah, the candy uh, okay. your we're gonna <laughs> quickly room? we'll we'll come back candy to the room? plot <laughs> but okay. that is one of those like it was so it was like a funny like Black joke. I'm going to try. I couldn't think of a better way to describe them. So I'm just calling them blackisms. We can knock yeah, them out real that. quick. Um, Chris, because I said he's a strict dad. We haven't gotten to why his dad did this, but he was on punishment. on punishment. And I don't know if a lot of people grew up. I was not really ever on punishment, but a lot of kids in my neighborhood were on it and would say it that way. Like, I'm on mm-hmm. punishment. And I just always thought that was so funny growing I up. I didn't get in trouble, but yeah, I've, I've, I know I had cousins who were often on punishment. <laughs> That was not, not for me. I'm a good kid. Whenever I got in trouble, I had those parents. It's like, but then you'll be around here. Right. To deal with <laughs> I you. At I home. don't want that. No, no punishment was ever more than two days because they just couldn't handle it. Yeah. And uh, a, a teenager moping around. So like, get the fuck out of here. I don't want to do this anymore. The, the phrase on punishment is among the blackest things in the history of mankind. Yes. Yeah. Um, I love that one. There's a moment where people are drinking Kool-Aid. And they ask, um, grape or red? Because that's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. I don't know what the red mm-hmm. flavor is. It's, it's just red, red Kool-Aid flavor. It could then, be cherry. It could be strawberry. Yeah, I don't know. Red. I don't know. Well, and then you have the red. brother pouring the industrial-sized bag of sugar <laughs> for you know, hours. It's, it's, it's already the in there. What are no, you doing, no, it's not. No, no, it's not, Dave. Not, not back then. Back then, you really? bought the Kool-Aid you had, you separate and you had to add sugar to it. Yeah. Yes. It was cheaper Jeez. that way. Yeah. Just water add, and drink. Wow. Yeah. Just just food coloring basically. And you add the sugar to it. And that's why you had the, the bag awesome. over his shoulder just pouring <laughs> it into the Because You would just buy like if any I was drinking a lot Individual of emergency packets. The, Yeah, the packets. They look like emergency packets. And yeah. you just pour that in, add sugar, add water, and that's what it was. It's the same thing with the store brand ice pops that are real get like real oh low, low budge. Yeah, they were the, grape, the, red, the, and yes. orange. Yeah. I'll take a red one. I used to wait for him. I used to wait for him to partially melt, so it'd be all the juice on the bottom. Oh yeah, so I'd drink eat the ice and then be like, <laughs> "Drink that juice, oh, homie!" Oh, so good. Mm, yum. Yes, Lord. Uh, this next one's just a little bit harsh, but I remember uh, Pops calls, or I guess he's just Pop. I thought he was calling him Pops. Um, oh, Pops and John Yella, Pops. Yeah, no, uh, you're right. Um, yeah. Robin Harris calls yes. Kid Yella a lot, which. It's it's pretty offensive, but yeah, just... <laughs> yellow or high yellow. He didn't call him high yellow, which he didn't is call him a high sin bad thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. regular yellow, and it's like God, Jesus. I think at one point he mentioned that his mom was white too, which like yeah, because you don't get a, a kid that's that color out of Robin Harris, who's like eight shades darker than me, and I'm dark. So yeah, like, yeah. But I don't, don't think yeah. Christopher Reed isn't though. I think I think his parents are both black. Okay. There's like very fair skinned black people. Yeah. Like Corey, uh, Corey mm-hmm. Booker. Yes. Well, there's parents. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought that was 
it's again if we're doing a blackisms i gotta yeah, throw it in there yeah. yellow is um, one of those things that yes you didn't call them yeah. red bone but same thing yeah um yeah. and then i remember this one because i wrote it in my notes um it's when kid gets in the i think he's in the fight in the cafeteria he's just like oh man you're gonna wrinkle my school clothes yeah can't have that no it's no it's like your church clothes getting wrinkled get out of it there was there was a moment um early on when i moved to iowa and was like getting close to my my old boss that i was talking about how different my upbringing was being like the black kid around all the white kids and i was like no i could not leave the house without number one my clothes being like ironed and matching and like my hair done i couldn't go outside to play without my mom be like well put some vo5 in your hair and we'll get the we'll get the comb. We'll comb. We'll put a part in it. And I'm like, I'm seven. Like my kids are, my friends are outside, like rolling in the dirt, and we're over here like ironing my shorts before I can go outside to play. Because it was like we don't yeah. want them thinking that you're not raised right. <laughs> so I, I wasn't yeah. food at somebody's house. If someone was like, mm. hey, want to have a snack? Like, nope, I'm good. Because like, I don't want them thinking they don't feed me at home. So like it was to this, <laughs> not even a not even a kudos bar. Not even a single kudos even. bar. To this day, I'm still hesitant to like take food from people if they offer me food. I, I've gotten better at it, but no, when I was at work, my boss was always like, Hey, do you want me to get you something? No, I'm good. And she's like, What is wrong with you? And I'm like, Well, I know I was raised not to take food from people. <laughs> They're gonna think that I'm poor. I just, I just thought of my my just my ultimate snack here. Get this. An M&M kudos bar. Oh, so the that with the chocolate and the MMs and oh, the inside. A, a pack of gushers and an ecto cooler. Oh, I, see, I didn't. I didn't fuck with gushers. Uh, they mm. they might have brought it back a little while ago. I don't like the gummy. You get the chocolate and then just just pure extra sugar of the high C ecto cooler, which I would stockpile because it was only ever around every so often, and they got rid of it entirely. See, I was never so a sad. gushers kid because I always felt like mm. the inside was a shade cooler than it should have been. If the inside was mm. like body temperature, fine. It's what? not cold enough to be like a refreshing thing. It just it's a shade cooler than it should be. And I'm like, I don't want well, this to be a little bit it, colder than my mouth is. That's why you open the package. Texture. I know. Put, you I put them in your hand and cold blast. You squeeze them. No, you, you put them in your hand. You squeeze a them a little hand. bit. Sticky hand? No, not till they explode. But like just like a little. No, but they're sticking on the outside. I understand your concern. I hear yeah. you. I the, hear the you. Ju- my brother uh, loved him. I did not like him. The juice is too cold. But how you, you you are right. How does it stay cold in that packaging when it's just sitting in the and like it's not like refrigerator it's cold. It's just like I wish it was yeah. the same temperature as the inside of my mouth, and it's a little bit too cold, and it bothers me. I'm gonna have to buy gushers now right. and invest. I'm buying this. gushers tomorrow to to, to, yeah. to do this experiment. You have I'm gonna figure this is gross. This and is never. A I have to find a kudos bar somehow. Yeah. <laughs> kudos bar, yeah, a time machine, and for an a ecto spell. cooler. Mm. Okay. Okay. Back on track. Um, so uh, we find out at school once kid makes it there after he tries to like leave the house without eating breakfast because he thinks his dad's asleep, and he's like, "Kid, you better finish that breakfast." <laughs> so he eats his breakfast, goes to school. We find out they're in the cafeteria, place having a party because his parents are out of town. He wants Bilal, aka Martin Lawrence, to DJ it. Um, Martin Lawrence is reluctant because he needs a ride because he's all this DJ equipment and he doesn't want to do yeah. it for free. Yeah. We're in, the cafe- yeah. We're, we're in the cafeteria and we've mentioned full force a bit. These dudes are like bodybuilders. They're huge. If you think kids play don't look like they're in high school, these look like <laughs> the guys who were like bouncing at the high school. Like they're giant men. 
there's no way an 18 year old kid gets that big. <laughs> like this kid, this is years of work. These are huge people. It's Not so in a high school diet, like Jello and there's gross food at no, that high school. Giants. No one's no one's getting big on that food. And was yeah. getting diabetes on that food. Yeah, um, too. So it's obviously that like the bullies stab his other friend and his other friend um have Bull like issues. Loo. Yeah, Bolagaloo. <laughs> have issues with Kid because, like, it seemed like there's like a simmering hatred between them. Um, they start getting in a fight. Like, he bumps into him once and apologizes because he like spills some milk. Bumps into him again, and now Stab has had enough. Um, they're gonna fight. Uh, he apparently whoops Chris's ass, but there's not a a, a kids. There's not a bruise. There's not a mark. He's no. literally like. Uh, one of the dudes is holding kid yeah. up in the air. The other guy is just punching <laughs> up, punching him in the face. face, just holding him in a gorilla press and punching him in the face repeatedly. Again, this is like the fight from disturbing behavior. There is no adult coming in to stop this. There's, there's nobody interfering. It's just a grown man is holding this boy up over his head so his friend can punch him in the face over and over again. Repeatedly. Repeatedly. And then <laughs> so he's fun. like, oh, I got my ass kicked. There's not a bruise. There's not a scratch. There's nothing. No, no. Um, you think the fight's over. Something else happens and I guess he tries, I think um, Stab calls kid's mama ho. Kid yeah. can't hand that because his mom's dead. That's rude. So he punches him and then a teacher shows up and they all go to the principal's office. So now like she's like chris you're a good kid um but i'm gonna have to tell your father and chris is like oh shit man you can't tell my dad i gotta go to this party tonight he's gonna kill me and then the it's a white principal i believe it's the principal yes looks at stab and goes why in god's name would you call his mother a gardening tool among my face it's stuck with me all these years it it always makes me laugh it is pretty funny it's pretty funny um So then they go, he goes home and um, keeps trying to like make sure, like checking the mail, answering the phone, just seems oh, really on edge. Of this. Yeah, and days. Robin Harris is like, what's wrong? Come on, man, just be chill. Be chill, be fine. How's school go? Yeah, go do your homework. You're going to watch the Dolomite. <laughs> watch the Dolomite. You know? <laughs> Way down That's... in the jungle deep. <laughs> For, yeah, a 16 year old kid be like, yeah, let's watch Dolomite. I mean, Dolomite. I've seen Dolomite. It was barely appropriate for me when I saw it when I was like 28. Well, and also yeah, this, these movies are only like they're old as hell now. These movies are like 15 years old at this point. <laughs> they're not that old. It's like yeah. watching a movie from like right. 2007. They aren't yeah. that old. But you know, he's not really feeling it. Um, but he tries to mention like dad, there's a party at uh he keeps calling a play. Chris is his name Chris Peter. also in the film? It's Peter, Peter in the movie. Right. Yeah. It's Peter in the movie. Um and eventually I guess it comes out that like uh he finds out that he got in trouble, got into a fight, and he's like, You gotta stop using your mom as an excuse. Get over it. I'm like, Well, how long has mom been dead? We never find out. Don't find we out. don't know. Yeah. We don't know. No, idea. um but yeah, he keeps he's not supposed to go to the party. Um, he's supposed to stay upstairs. Uh, Robin Harris, aka Pop, falls asleep on the couch, and which I'm like, shouldn't he go to work? Doesn't he work the night shift? He works nights. Working. Yeah, <laughs> these are good questions. He's very late. Probably he works early. nights. Well, he's also know. looking for some overtime, so right. it's like he works yes. nights and is trying to get more hours, and then falls asleep watching Dolomite. Yeah, I was like, yeah. you should be at yeah. work. It makes no sense. Or maybe I don't know what time his shift starts. Anyway, it's, it was it was confusing. 
Um, so Kid sneaks out by just walking down the front stairs of the house and out the front door. Walking out of the house. And I'm like, this is a terrible way of sneaking out of the house. It was just uh, bad. Yeah. And then just starts good. to walk. Um, there are some things that I missed because there's um I think uh Martin Lawrence calls kid and is like, Man, have you talked to the play? He's supposed to come pick me up. I got all this DJ equipment. <laughs> that yeah. part's hilarious. Yeah, that was great. And, and, and and why can't he hear the phone? Because I did that many a time when I was waiting for a call. I was doing I was in the shower with music yep. playing or something. I just couldn't hear anything because vacuuming was, and dancing at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, that was very funny. Trying to do that moves, made me laugh. Tripping. Yeah. Um, he finally does show up. So that was also a running joke. That play is on. I get CPT time. He's on um, aggressive CPT. Yeah, kid calls him out for it <laughs> later. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's also that's like a running joke in this. Um, he finally shows up at Martin Lawrence's house to pick him up, and homeboy has. Eight milk crates of <laughs> he's got records. All his records. <laughs> Giant speakers, like as tall and as wide as him. His turntable. He's got a block luggage. party set up. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this <laughs> truly just... what you needed in 1990 to go DJ I mean, a party? Yeah. The answer, I'd, pretty I'd much. say yes. Yeah. I'd say yes. You, I mean, you for sure would need the speakers. You for sure need okay. the turn. He could have left some of the milk crates behind. Like maybe just pick out. But you know what, though? Maybe not. If he's going to be throwing a party that's going to last for, let's say, five hours, you're not playing any of those records the whole way through. So you're playing snippets of all those records. You might need all that shit. Okay. So, Jesus. Is it, yeah, is a DJ? Has to lug all this shit around. Doesn't have a car of his own. How many gigs is he playing? Why does he have all this shit? How does he afford it? So many questions. He's the DJ school, apparently. Like, he's. Yeah. It's, it's different. It's different now. You got these big DJs playing in Vegas. It's like, well, it's one rate if you just want me to hit play and do this. Mm-hmm. It's another rate if you actually want me to do work. Yeah. I'm like, excuse me. I'll hit play like, and then no, I'll just no. pantomime turn people. I can bring my time. laptop. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can bring my laptop <laughs> and just push play and then yeah. just you know hype everybody up. I'm like, what? There's I people saw... actually do. Well, yeah, I appreciated the work and all the equipment and dragging everything because yes. yeah. I had to do that for a while too as a musician, but. This is so different now. It's that that pissed yeah. me off. Yeah. yeah. I watched... so fuck you. Steve um, <laughs> I saw a flume at ACL and I realized like packed in like sardines, so many kids. Mm-hmm. And I realized yeah. this motherfucker could be faking. He could literally You're just be hitting play anything. Play on a yeah. Do it hitting buttons. Yeah. No, I'm it's like, it's not like they tell you, well, we paid for his just push a button rate. They don't tell no. you that. It's just no what they charge. Packed in yeah. like fucking sardines to watch this. Yeah, for what? For what? Swedish well, man? I, I don't I, know what the fuck Flume is. I don't know. Probably Swedish. I always wonder about like Daft Punk, like that Daft Punk live album. I'm like, I know I can hear the crowd. You guys are you're, you're killing this crowd. Are you really doing anything? Or did you just like mix uh, all this and push play? I don't fucking know. Based on um, those helmets, I'm guessing they aren't doing as much as you think they are. Not those doing are heavy, nothing, man. And you can't see very well, so they're probably not doing much. Yeah, I think you're right there. Great album, though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Hey, well, back to Martin Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. That's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, and all of his gear. Plague shows up to pick him up in a small hatchback, and he's got a girl with him. Honey it's Denise from summer school. Oh, God. And... <laughs> 
girl can't read or drive from some That's right. Denise. That's right. Love Denise. Shows up and he's like, "Hey, you come pick me up with this small ass card. Where am I gonna fit?" And plays like, "You know what? We're gonna do this. I'm just gonna take all the stuff. I'll come back and get you. Don't you worry, man." And he's I'm shoving the things in there. And scratching he didn't. He didn't come back to get him. No, he didn't. No, he does. Yeah. Well, this, the, I know, but he had the to, yeah. the, the, the reaction shots of Martin Lawrence. Oh, oh, come on, man. No, oh no. Oh God. Oh. I just it went on for so long. Don't do that. Oh, stop now. He is scratching the shit out of his ruining stuff, everything. I will say. Doesn't even have mm-hmm. any bungees mm-hmm. to make no, sure the like trunk. He's kicking the milk crates to get him a stick in. <laughs> he's just ruining everything. No, he's like slamming. He's, he's slamming the hatch of his mom like hard on stuff. I'm like, yeah. Mom's car, man, too. Come on. Oh, that was pretty Be funny. Oh, and God, then it's so good. Martin Lawrence is like arguing with the girl because he's like, "You gotta get, get out. out! I don't. I need to run." He's like, "Then they're like calling moms, bitches, back and forth." And all I just remember the one line that that was incredibly funny was Martin Lawrence is like, "I fight a girl." <laughs> get out! Walk! Just like, mm. come on, man! It's not gonna happen. Um. Yeah. So play leaves him and is like, "I'll come back and get you." Comes back hours later. It's ah, night dark. Comes back to get him. Yeah. But now there's multiple honeys in the car, so he's excited. Multiple um, honeys. Also, multiple honeys. Yeah, <laughs> multiple honeys. Um, because that's what this movie is about. It's also about getting some honeys. Mm-hmm. The uh, while I think Play is walking to the party now. Um, I think he tries to get a ride, but um, Tisha Campbell and AJ Johnson. Uh, Cindy, Sydney and Shireen are also walking to the party. They're discussing like which boy they want or whatever. They do make a joke about Martin Lawrence having dragon breath that then becomes a running bit throughout the rest sure of the does. film. Hmm. <laughs> and I feel oh. bad, but it's like it's good, so though. funny. Well, there's there's a part where he's trying to hit on Sydney. And watching Tisha Campbell like actively dodge the invisible stink clouds coming out of his mouth, she's like ducking, like hiding her face. And then I also I didn't remember this in the movie at the time. I forgot that this was like a running thing. But on Martin, he always talks about his childhood friend Billy Stankbreath. And I'm like, is that mm. is that this is that an, like an, an an homage to this gag? Like, is Billy Stankbreath well, Stank yeah, yeah. so that's like a a wink to house party fans. There it is. Bilal, it but yeah. Bilal, Billy, that sounds similar to me. Mm-hmm, Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's literally throughout the whole film. There comes a moment later when Shireen is like, has anybody told you your breath stinks? <laughs> it's, oh, poor guy. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. like he's trying to hit on girls. Everybody, random people are like, man, he's got dragon breath. His eyes so, watering. Yeah. It was just a funny, it was a funny bit. And then even at one point, Kim and Play are like in the car with him and they're like, Oh, man. I'm like, very subtle but it's good i'm like damn your boys won't even tell you your breath is funky like no, oh. give them some gum they had banaka back then <laughs> get some banaka my dad's banaka trick was, was fun. always that was a big thing that was a big yeah, thing in high school was a big thing i've never i don't think i've ever had it my dad's big thing is instead of offering people breath mints because that could hurt their feelings he always keeps a roll or he used to 
a roll of lifesavers in his pocket. Because like no one's going to turn down a piece of candy. But if you go like, oh, do you need a mint? Or do you want a breath mint? It's like, well, oh, well wait, is he one? carrying the, the mint lifesavers or like the, the, the fruit? The candied ones. Like the tropical flavor. That's going to help for a sec. Ones. But then you can have like the sour sugar mouth when that's gone. It's going to make it's it worse. It's enough to make their breath smell better while they were talking to my for dad. For a moment. Fair. <laughs> so, oh, my God. Oh, now I want some lifesavers. You want to these Skittles? <laughs> Here's a handful of Skittles. You want a starburst? Um, oh my god! When I so when I was pledging, um, there comes a time where you ha- like have to carry like I think it was Hell Week. We had to carry like all the stuff that a sister might need in your bag. And there's a time we had to like carry cigarettes. And I was like, I refuse to buy. Help pay for this carton of cigarettes. I don't want to carry a cigarette on me. I don't smoke. I think it's disgusting. I hate that we have to fucking do this. Everybody's like, Dana, can you just shut the fuck up and give us your twenty dollars? And I was like, fine. But I was like, <laughs> when I'm in the house next year. Everybody needs to carry a pack of Starburst just for me. Or just us. Star- they can split a pack. But I would like them to carry some Bubblicious, a Juicy Fruit, a Starburst, something to help me out. And they were like, shut the fuck up. We're not going to make them do that. And I'm like. I'd make the same rule. You know what? Get get a get a pack of Mambas. And just have some Mambas you know, yes. at all times. The, the yeah. god of Starbursts. <laughs> right it's mm. just it doesn't have it didn't have to be hard um okay so eventually or if you want to yeah or if you want to break your teeth now and later but we don't need oh, to get into that that's a speaking of now black and stuff later. now and later mm, they're delicious <laughs> they're i don't know how to break your teeth <laughs> yeah. are they a black candy now and leaders are a black candy yeah are they? i love them i was a dummy and whenever i would get them it's like mm, candy oh. ah what the <laughs> Oh my teeth, Dave! It's hard. It's hard and fruity now, and soft and chewy later. I'm like, oh. soft and chewy in 20 minutes. Ow! Yeah, he's he's keep chewing. Just keep chewing. I'm an idiot. I'm, You'll know when. But I liked him. I'll never yeah. have that experience of the now later cracking the tooth. Oh god! Because you're delicious. smart. You're a smart person. It's I was a, a dumb person in middle school and high school. Or you just yeah, it's you a break them, and then you just like how do you pieces. break them with a you, like, hammer or what? Something. Oh my god! Yeah, you, like, yeah. Pop them on something. You break. Okay. <laughs> Big right. Now we're talking about these. Are all great ideas? I'll uh, I'll go back in time and uh, try them. Um. Okay. And then so eventually everybody gets to the party. I I think play or no kid has a run in with the bullies again. Yeah. But this time they show up at That's like a garden the, party. The garden party for it's either a black frat or a black sorority. It's it's a black frat. I think. Wild. Black frat. Okay. Yeah um george clinton is the dj uh kid decides he's gonna rap for all these people and i'm like they, they didn't want, want they didn't ask for this they don't know they don't want any of this um, was, i was also confused it was like he was trying to do the crowd participation part and he was very insistent that they put their hands up and i'm like are you trying to use their hands up to like block you from the bully so you can escape because like, come on please yes. put your hands up my god please put them up <laughs> it's like what are you doing that would have made more sense yeah that sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, um, yeah, because the bullies are like, "Fuck this beautiful gala event that's happening. We're gonna come kick this motherfucker's ass." And we're a tank top um, and zubas. But <laughs> <laughs> they're low cut sweatshirts. It's very in style now. But on those grown men, off the shoulder sweatshirt, off the shoulder <laughs> with a crop top. I, I think there's like a little cutout in the back too. We see there it is. later. There's a slit in the back. Oh my god! It's just. <laughs> The effort to wear the sweatshirt. Well, regular clothes can fit his, people like this. His decolletage. His decolletage <laughs> is on full display. Okay. Anyway, um, so they decide to fight at this party. Somehow, one of the more well-to-do older black guys gets punched in the face. I was taking notes, so I missed it. Yeah, that's what happened. 
Um, just at this point, the cops are coming by again, which these cops have been bothering all of the black people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause this is what we have to do. I get it. I know what the commentary they're trying to make, but it just got old after a while. And these are know. the Keystone cops. They're not good at their jobs, but they also carry themselves like they're the big boss man. So I'm like, you can't be a shitty cop. Yeah. And also like the part where they, where they're holding them you know, at the party, they're holding them at gunpoint. The one cop is literally like leaning on the car, like on his elbow. So I'm like, <laughs> you can't do both of these. And then it seems like they just spend their whole night like arresting and releasing these same three guys over and over again. They they keep detaining mm-hmm. them and letting them go and then catching them 10 minutes later. I'm like, well, just drive in the opposite direction. <laughs> like you're following yeah. them around to arrest them again. Yeah, it, that they were it was like meant to be a running bit that I, I guess it was. I don't know. I just found it really annoying. I was getting kind of sick of it. Um, yeah. But they eventually went up at the party. We can talk about the party now. Um how wholesome of a party is it? Oh my god, yeah. it's so sweet. No booze, chips, no booze. soda. Uh, other than the the one guy with the old English. I mean, yeah, the one yeah, guy just... who's drunk gets like ostracized for it, like yeah. made fun of and shit. Right. Um, it, you know, it just it felt very sweet. Um, this is our third, perhaps fourth, big house party theme movie because we did Project X, we did Can't mm-hmm. Hardly Wait. If you want yeah. to toss Superbad in there as well, okay, fine. It's a little bit more of a stretch, but like the the parties, I mean, obviously Project X, they destroy an entire neighborhood. So that's a little bit different. Yes. But even like <laughs> Can't Hardly Wait Party is so much in more like insane and wild than this. This is a, I mean, nothing, nothing gets broken. A toilet oh. gets clogged is the biggest problem with this party. Someone took yeah. a dookie. Yeah, someone someone pinched a big loaf and it just (laughs) clogged that pipe. But yeah, it's just like the most whole. Yeah, because she's like, you got any refreshments? He's like, you missed them. You missed the soda and chips, (laughs) but you could go down the street. And I'm like, these kids are just here to dance. Here to dance. All the lights are on. There's like no dark corners. No, all of the lights are on. He vacuumed Um, where they came, so the house is nice and neat. Everybody is knocking yeah. and ringing the doorbell before they come inside. I was mm-hmm. like, the, the the manners. I was like, no I don't windows know this... get broken. No, nothing. Nothing gets stained. Nothing gets like spilled on the carpet or anything. These people are very, yeah. very respectful of his mother's house. Yes, they are. It's a nice house. It yeah. just, it's a very nice house. Um, the one thing I will say, it doesn't make any sense that he does this a on a Thursday just because of right. his parents. Yeah. your parents just went out to out of town for the night. That does come back sense. tomorrow. On a Friday. To, on a Friday. to the deep, to the deep south. Apparently, yeah. It's like they are in the deep, deep south. I'm like, <laughs> but they'll be back. Okay, so, so, so they'll be back tomorrow. They're in like key, they, they, they're in Key West, about as deep south as you can get. They're in Bayou the Battery. <laughs> yeah, there you go. At, at the uh, end of the world. That's right. Yeah. So that was kind of weird. But then also, did I think that like you could have a house party on a school night in a black neighborhood? Like they're not going to rat you out to your parents. Absolutely not. I mean, Absolutely not. Yeah, that well, and I I will say, um, this was one of those things that I found super refreshing. Um, like I talked about before, this is when hip hop was just for fun, just for partying. It's it's incredible to me that we have a movie where everyone in the movie's black. They're all big into hip hop, and there's no poverty at all. No one is having a hard time. Like yeah, Robin Harris works nights. And um, plays parents also work nights, but like they do make owns... a point. 
of well, saying Shereen lives, lives in the, the projects. projects. But even yeah. then, when they go there, it's not like nothing scary is happening there. I'm I'm used to seeing this kind of a movie where at some point there's a drive by, at some yes. point someone gets like robbed at gunpoint on the way to the party. Think about the police sure. from Boys in the Hood. <laughs> like yeah. I'm used to that, and there was nothing menacing about this party. The thugs in this movie are cartoon characters. <laughs> Like yes. yeah. thing, it's just it's very refreshing that it's just like yeah everyone's a homeowner like we all place house is nice <laughs> this is a nice, nice fucking two story house like the lawns are nice it's just you don't see this two years later this movie is very different in the same exact yes. setting yeah yeah it definitely yeah they kept it like yeah like, borderline it was... aspirational. Uh, yeah, and and stuff some stuff happens in '92. Things get a little darker when it comes to yeah. art after that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. But, L.A. had yeah, some, but that's, some problems. I, no, I, I I felt the I felt the same way watching this. I'm like, how do I describe this? It's neat. It's just neat. It's cute. It's very very it's sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And 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 considering after I was done watching, it's like, would you like to watch? Menace to society. I'm like, not I think that would ruin. Up next, just New Jack City. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I'm like, no, nah, I don't think I want to. I don't even want to do that. Stand right now. Liver. Can do that. You know, watch. Lean on me. <laughs> next. Here we go. Oh, Batman. Um, so yeah, it's a very wholesome party. Um, yeah, the one guy who does drink, they give him a very hard time. I think he's drinking a pounder of old E, and you he would is. think he was drinking Everclear by the gallon. Yeah. Yeah, he's I mean, slurring. I, I, that's, that stuff yeah. is like six and a half percent, but it shouldn't ruin you that much, bud. Uh, but if you're seventeen, maybe. Like, eh, maybe I guess doing this. You know, yeah. there's there's that. Your gonna fall it, out feels every good. it feels good. <laughs> to be drunk. It feels good. So the uh the party seems to be going very well. Uh DJ Bilal, Martin Lawrence is cutting it up, but he keeps having an issue with Chill Mitchell bumping the table. Bumping the table. Bumping the table. Like that Chappelle show sketch. Yeah. Quit bumping <laughs> I was the trying table. to recognize quit stop bumping the table. Yep. Stop that's bump, a, that stop bumping the that table. That's like we've we've we found we found some new Tupac after he'd already died. That that sketch. I'm talking about George W. Smith. You might not have heard about it. Ran for city council in Oakland. Council in Oakland. (laughs) George W. Didn't hear about him. Uh, Oh, it's so good. It's a great sketch. Um, sorry. So it keeps bumping the table. But there's uh there's a microphone and um Shireen asks about it. Um we are led to believe that kid is not a good rapper, though we've never really seen it, but he makes sure to bring his lyrics and he keeps getting very upset because the lyrics keep falling out of his pocket. Oh no, my rhymes. Oh my rhymes. <laughs> yeah. Like, Where are my rhymes? Oh, no, I my cannot rhymes. rap without my rhymes. Why can't I rap without my rhymes? <sighs> um so there it does lead to a rap battle. Between Kid and Play, the song is actually called Kid First Play, The Battle, in parentheses. Okay. Um, mm. it's Yeah, I think the rap battle comes first. Um, what, do uh, what do we think? I think the dance battle's first. I think dance battle's first and the rap battle is second. 
Okay, then we'll go. Yeah. Then put a pin. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about in the rap battle. Um, but so, uh, kid wrote all of the lyrics. He wrote it for both he and play. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I who's first? Did you guys? Who who do you feel had better bars? Um. Mm. Frankly, I'm gonna say this for oh. 1990. Both of them better MCs than I remember them being. Yes. Like thinking about, I will say because yeah, yeah. And I was expecting a lot of, uh, um, how do you describe 80s rap? Um, My name is Kid, and I'm here to say. Yes, a lot of that. (laughs) I was like, this is still still the early 90s. Is it going to be a lot of that? It's like, no, there was some thought. Well, there's some thoughtful stuff going on there you don't you don't often think about internal rhyme scheme this early on i mean rakim was doing yeah. that in like 87 but like for the most part yeah rap was still pretty elementary at this time they have internal rhyme scheme mm-hmm. they have good wordplay in there um there's that part where uh kids said his name spelled backwards is the best way to describe you that's a that's a decent yeah, that's a decent bar yeah they both had bars um, ah. I yeah. think Kid won. The the yeah, dismount on his was to. better. His yeah. yeah, his he was better, but they were both a lot better than I remember Kid and Play being in terms of being like legit lyrical MCs. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't name a Kid and Play song. I just truly know them from this book. Could and the dance. We'll and their cartoon. They had a cartoon as well. But like a year. I remember yeah. I remember a couple of crisscross songs, but not Kid and Play. No, yeah. there's uh, there's one that I we used there's one that used to get played a lot at like b boy battles. I can't think of what it was called. Yeah, it's probably the only one. Probably. The only mm-hmm. they have. Um, I am a fan of Kid's flow, so I like I like his the way his voice sounds. I'm like his voice is good. He's got a good hip hop mm-hmm. voice. Yeah, it yeah. was good. So I thought he won. In my, he was also supposed to win. Yeah, he's um, better. That's what I was reading uh, in the article today. And then there's the dance battle where I think. Shireen and Sydney do a fantastic job. Um, kid and play also dance, and they do their famous kid and play kick step. That's what wins it for them for me. Yeah, okay. That the okay. kid and play kick step, considering how much time that would take <laughs> to like choreograph that, because you can't practice that by yourself. The girls yeah. could have learned theirs like on their own and then like brought it together. You cannot practice that part by yourself. This is hours and hours right. and hours of work. <laughs> hours really they did is it because like lot. the kick from behind like the toe touch the kick from the behind um knowing whether to go two or three because like three is not on mm. beat for anything <laughs> so that's like fair. you're going three that's and you gotta fill one you know one beat that's that's so to pull off i i've always enjoyed the kid and play kick step i'm that's a nice one for me yeah dave do you have thoughts feelings <laughs> um the, you know it's well, i just want to leave you out no i just remember going going to parties and never having that kind of dancing so this is a different era different yeah. everything to me but i thought it was nice i did you know and it, and, and i was I, I was pretty impressed with some of the the kid and play stuff that was going on it was they were they were was both, good and, and there was a lot of this well. Yeah. Which I appreciate. You, we you are in the new Jack of, Swing uh, pumping, era. Pumping. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. This that stuff. You would be exhausted. This dancing is oh, yeah. so aerobic. This <laughs> is how I dance around my house. This is all of that. That's how I dance. A little bit of how I dance at like a wedding, and I am at the age now where I can do it for one verse of one song. So everyone sees me do it, they go lay down for a minute, like cool off. I'm sweating out of control right away. No. Yeah. It is my. We, we were talking about li- 
yeah, we were talking about Living Color earlier. I was like, there's a lot of fly girl kind of dancing yes. stuff going yeah. on. I'm like, same. Yep. It's, it's the same era. So this this is all. It's all coming together. It all makes sense. Even the, the dance, the dancing that kid does in the kitchen, where you show him those guys' steps. I'm like, I am breathing so hard after like 12 counts of this. <laughs> he's doing you it for also, a long time. And I feel like a lot of these, like the dance moves, required to make sure you had to have good dress shoes on because you're not. You can't have sneakers yes. on because you got to be able to shimmy. You got to be able to slide. Right. Yeah, you got to slide there's, and shimmy. There's a line that uh, Martin Lawrence has when he's dancing with that girl who could not be less interested in him before he begins singing to her. And he says that she's warm and comfy like his hush puppies. And I'm like, yeah, that's the shoe you have to wear for this. They are flexible as shit. The sole is nice and smooth to slide on. Like hush puppies are the, the shoe of choice for this. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. It's now I feel like tomorrow I'm going to have to listen to my my new Jack Swing uh, Spotify playlist. Oh, it is some, truly like K7. Yeah. My favorite when I need to like get some steps in and I don't actually want to go for a walk, just play some music on and get mm. the, like early Mary J. Blige movements on, little Teddy Riley. I do James Brown for that. I play oh. early, early James Brown before the um before the weight gain and cocaine abuse. Seventies uh, James Brown. Uh, Hot okay. pants. Okay. Uh I'm black and I'm oh. proud. Night train, yeah. yeah, that that version of James Brown is what I go to if I have to if I need to get some steps oh, in and dance wow. hard. Yeah, there's a whole Wikipedia article for New Jack Swing. It's a whole. <laughs> did you, it was it was a great genre for like three years. Yeah, it was great, Dave. It's New Jack Swing and like Motown <sighs> Philly were like at the same time. Yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so that's what I was. I, I just, I was gonna mount down. Is it back, back again? Back again. Is, 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 is that similar? Is, is, is it yeah, it's, yeah, they're very similar, but from different parts of the country. Yeah, yeah, K seven to me is always I, what I think of as New Jack Swing. K seven is. I love Boys to Men. I love I mean, Boys to Men. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Boys to Men? You know what I'm saying? Have you ever seen that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they are like they have to nail the harmony of? Motown Philly, I have not. <laughs> I think when I when I think of New Jack Swing, the I always go to that episode of The Fresh Prince where they're filming a music video in the house, and oh. Will and Will and his friend who's not jazz are like trying to get into the background of the music video the entire time. <laughs> yes, they're just like dancing through the shots and all that. Yeah, that's Color Me Bad, C and C Music Factory. Bell Div Devoe is not New Jack Swing. No, Bell Div Devoe is. Wikipedia disagrees. Yeah, Bell Div Devoe absolutely is. Tony, Tony, Tony. Yes, Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah, Raphael Sadiq. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love Raphael Sadiq. Raphael Sadiq and Tony, Tony, Tony. Yeah. I'm gonna have to find a playlist of something. Keith Sweat. Keith. Raphael Sadiq. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Gill will show up at some point. Cool Modi in the Battle of the Cool Modi concert, yeah. which took place um, at a Cool Modi concert. I'm pretty sure there's a joke <laughs> in there. Oh, it's because it's also Bobby Brown. Like every little step I take, because oh, yeah. Robin Harris, yeah. goes, every little step you take will be you around his bedroom. Going to be in this bedroom. Oh, <laughs> he, has some, he, he, he roasts him pretty well a handful of times in this movie. Yes, yeah. good ones. Uh, very funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the party is going off. It's a great time. This is where, for reasons, just because why not? If you can get John Witherspoon to be in a film, you do it. Oh, and gotta do it. Our man, John, R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's just riffing. Basically, I think I saw on the Wikipedia, which I would 100% believe, not Wikipedia, IMDb trivia, um, that Robin Harris and John Witherspoon just improvised their, all their lines. Which, For sure. Yes. Yeah. Robin yes. Harris is doing a stand-up routine. Yes. yes they're, no, they're both John Witherspoon back in the 70s at the comedy store in LA. He was a huge, big-time mm-hmm. comedian, stand-up mm-hmm. comedian. And they're able to just figure it out. Like, I, I know how to be funny. And it all comes yeah. up pretty funny. The jokes Robin Harris makes about kids' hair. Yes, a witch broom walking around. Well, that's easy though. That's just that's just like, of course, the the shaping and it's just oh, so I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. He's like looks like a young tree stump, tree stump walking around. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh my god! Um, I will say so. John Witherspoon, some of his lines. Wait, I do have them written down. Um, it's like, oh, wait, hang on, hang on. I'm gonna find it. I'm gonna find it. I have them. Oh, why? There it is. Um, shut up all that damn noise. This ain't Soul Train. Where's Don Cornelius <laughs> with the stiff ass neck? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little, it's a little beyond that era, oh. but I get it. I, I, I thought his it was neck funny. was stiff. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I paid fifteen thousand dollars for this house. <laughs> like, tell us, the how, how much you pay for this house? Okay, cool. That's, well, that, that, that was a lot of money like, back then. Shut up, come back to bed, Harry. Harry, great His name is, but it's not Harry. Yeah. They go on to play David Allen's dad or parents in Boomerang, which is one of oh. the funniest parts. They have Thanksgiving at Eddie Murphy's house. It's so good. So good. <sighs> Halle Berry is trying not to laugh her ass off and ruin takes. It's yeah. spectacular. Because yeah, she's the only like, um, not, non-comedian in that whole scene. So yes. like, everyone else is. Is it, is, is it like the, the Nutty Professor when they're farting all the time? Or is it like different it's, kinds no, of it's like, a lot better than that? It's a lot better. <laughs> it's like he's just that legit. Was, that was a recommendation. Man. Menace to society. If you know what Menace to society, watch Boomerang. Like, oh, Boomerang. It, it's, Halle um, Berry is in Boomerang. I haven't seen a, it. Check it out. Um, it's there's long, a, but it's good. An interview that I heard. I'm trying to think of who did the interview, but there was somebody who did an interview who's not a comedian, and they said they were like hanging out with Billy Crystal one time, and they made Billy Crystal laugh, and they felt great. And then I guess Billy Crystal was offended that he laughed at their joke, so he just made <laughs> them laugh for like 45 minutes straight. He's like, "Okay, you got one over <laughs> on me. I'm just gonna like ruin your whole night, and you're gonna be so sweaty." You're going to piss all over yourself. And it was like, I forget who was on story, but they were like, I was uncontrollably laughing for 45 solid. Couldn't breathe, <laughs> like couldn't stand up. So, yeah, that's that's that scene from Boomerang where it's just like you have legit comedians out trying to outdo each other for an entire scene. It's very good. It's mm. so good. I was listening yeah. to like a, the rewatchables about it. And they're just like, it's one of the great things that Eddie could do. He just like let John go. And it is yeah. so funny. There's a moment where, like, I'm pretty sure Dag and Eddie Murphy are truly just laughing, but it made it look like um, David Allen Greer was so embarrassed of his parents that he was crying. But it's just like, I know this guy's <laughs> trying out to was fucking play. hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I watch Boomerang Yeah, tonight. so John, I was trying to remember what other things he said. It's like, officer, her skirt. You gotta, gotta see what these girls are wearing. It's two two inches above. You know what? And like I don't know. It was just... just yelling into the phone. The best is when he calls nine one one. Nine one one. I got an emergency. Yes, I'll hold. 
<laughs> okay, so maybe this one oh. was pretty funny, but it doesn't need to be movie. an hour. Didn't need to be an hour and forty minutes. It's too long. I will say that hour and twenty eight is what you needed. Yeah. So then we have uh, we haven't talked about it, but we'll talk, touch about it briefly because um, there is like a little bit of a love triangle that then for some reason I feel like it leads to the jail sequence. I don't know. It's wild towards the end. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's not a love triangle. Sorry. I wrote in the notes, the love rhombus. Yeah, um, it's a parallelogram for sure. Yeah. Cause it's, <laughs> so we have kid in play, Shireen and Sydney. And I can't actually tell who really likes who or why, or if That's it's okay. Cool. Like everybody's best That's friends, cool. but everybody, we're just trading. Exactly. Around. Yes. I think Dave's right. It's very common. Thing. No one wants to. When you're a kid, a big thing is not being able to make decisions. Mm-hmm. Because if, okay. if if I decide that I want to be with her, then I'm with her. And then what about her? What about her? Well, what about her? And if her? she doesn't want me, my feelings are hurt. Exactly. So I'm going to play it off and see what I can do and get and kind of just I, I not make a decision as long as I can be a, I can avoid making a decision. It feels weird to watch because, like, you know, yeah, it's, it's been odd. a long time since I had these kind of feelings. But I can remember yes. very clearly when my group of guy friends and Big Sis's group of, like, female friends merged into, like, one large group of friends together. Everyone in that group had crushes on, like, three or four other people in the group. And none of us were together with anybody. So it's like every time we were all together everyone's flirting with everybody the entire time. We're just tossing out lines the entire time, hoping somebody bites. And then it's just like the feeling of being jealous and excited at the same time, the whole time watching one of my friends was like, well, I like her, but also there's three other girls. I also like and one of them's looking at me. It's just, it's, it's insane. And so it feels crazy to watch now as a grown up. but I'm like, yeah, I get why kid there's that part where, for some reason, Bilal is making everyone switch dance partners every three seconds. Yes. <laughs> like, you don't, you don't control yeah. me. You don't get what to do. But he, the kid is equally excited to dance with Shireen and Sydney. Like, it doesn't matter which one. Yeah. He is into it. They switch him onto some third girl, and his night's ruined. And he's just, like, doesn't want to dance with her. He's watching kid just go to town with Shireen. So much camera yeah. focus on their pelvises <laughs> just the whole fucking mm-hmm. time. And so, like, I I remember how that feels. It's weird now, but like, yeah, sixteen years old or so. I, man, it's just I'm I'm into every girl, and hopefully a couple of them are into me, and whichever one I'm talking to at the moment is my focus. There it is. Yeah. Well, it just seemed like they were. It's just we, the movie is. Hey, it's one of your favorite things. Uh, yes, it is all one day. Oh, it's an all one day film. <laughs> yes, it is. So within the course of this one day, because it's, it's a lot of it's from kids perspective, which thank God, because plays not much of an actor. I'm not saying no. kid is a good he's actor, better, but he's so much better. Yes. Um, And uh, so it's a lot of his perspective. But through the course of like the movie and the day, kid is like vacillating between. And you're right. It is whoever he thinks is going to give him the time of day. Mm-hmm. Um. I think Shireen, Shireen is like used to being more like the object of people's affection. I think uh, Sydney, TJ Campbell does a very good job of like being the best friend to the girl that everybody wants. Yeah. And mm-hmm. when she's, Shireen basically is like, if you can take him from me, you can have him. 
And I'm like, yeah, oh. pretty much. Oh, she threw down the gauntlet. That part is it's interesting to see because yeah. there's a part where like throughout the course of the movie, Sydney is giving Shireen shit for having a crush on kid. Shireen gives Sydney shit for having a crush on kid. Then there's a part yeah. where they're both like, yeah, he he is fine though. And I'm like, so so both of you guys like him and are embarrassed of that. Apparently, yes. like, Both of you are like, he's a good looking guy. I don't like that. I like him. But we both like him. I'm like, that's a like, that's a dynamic. Yeah, baby Trees don't walk around here. That's why. <laughs> He's too young acting. That should have been part of your uh part of your blackisms. They didn't say he plays too much. <laughs> that's basically yes. what it is. He's, he's young acting. They might have said he plays too much. He might have. That is another that's one. a blackism. Play too um, much. Yeah. So it was just interesting. Eventually, Kid and Sydney wind up uh they almost get it on, but he asks her, uh you got one of them diagrams? And she's like, no. She says, don't you have one of those, um, you know, whatchamacallits in your wallet? I'm like, you guys if you don't get sex out of this no. school, it's terrible. If you're, if, if you're using terms like that, you shouldn't be doing that stuff. <laughs> you're not mature enough. I, thought, I, 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 was like, I, I saw where, where this was going. I'm like, they're saying all the wrong things. This, this mm-hmm. isn't going to work out, and it's probably oh, for the best for both of them. you have a condom yeah. that is dried out in the packet, that son yeah. bitch is 70 right. years old. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I feel like it they just should... cracks. You just you just put it on. It just crackles. Dust flies out of it. Yeah, a was, like, was, this, was this handed down <laughs> through the generations of the kid family? And that's right? why it's all it's like crusty. Was. Sure um, was. I feel like this is one of those like message moments where like the one kid who's drinking like oldie and everybody's like, ah oh, man, come on, groove. Why you always yes. gotta do this? Why you gotta play alky at my yeah. party? And they just bring him home. Oh drunk. man. That was I've I've been brought home like that before. Have I've done it with you to the door, but but I've brought you in places. Way. But the, the 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 way that they lean him against the door and he falls <laughs> inward to the house is so funny. Yeah, they, so funny. But no, they do have that moment where it's like play is just like I don't care, man. Get her pregnant and run away. <laughs> it doesn't matter. And yes. kids like no man. <laughs> get, her, yes. get her knocked up and just leave. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, that was a like that, very special a episode. Nice little, yeah, it was a nice little moment. I, I believe Play says, um, if she gets knocked up, that's her problem. Uh, you're the man, that's her problem. Peter Play, whatever your last name is in this film. Yeah. How dare you? How dare you? Um, <laughs> yeah, so I thought that was a nice little moment uh, uh-huh. where it's like, if we don't have a condom, we're not gonna have sex because we don't want to have a kid. I was like, "Thank I, you." I like how he he clearly tries to broach the topic of like, "How about the butt?" <laughs> and the second he does, he's like, "No, I'm, oh. never, I'm not going to now." I was like, "Yep, not even sure mm. why I asked about that." <laughs> Just mm, it's very it's very SNL ladies man like and do it yeah. in the butt. No, like, no, no. You ever um? No, I haven't. I'm not going to. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> just like yep you're right you're right you're right, you're right. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, my apologies they also did a good job of showing him unable to undo her bra which is a moment that i think every teenage boy can sympathize hey. with the panic yeah. she was um I, I i i gotta say that she was uh she, she was looking good looking real good when she when she put on her bed clothes i'm like oh oh god okay that was, um, I also was... bed clothes bed clothes that's, kind of... <laughs> that's a blackism <laughs> put on my bed clothes He's like, what? What are you doing? He's like, oh, well, I'm glad I'm here right now. I was like, God, I do wear my bed clothes. My parents are watching. Or watch or what? <laughs> I don't 
don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's good. My God. We are laughing. Um, so yeah, there are moments that are funny. Um, there's I don't even want to give it too much time, but for some reason, kid and the bullies all get arrested and they're in jail, and there's a whole sequence. Hmm? Oh, where, super homophobic all of a sudden. Yeah, and then uh Reginald Hudlin, he did apologize for this now. He's like looking back on it, I shouldn't have done it. There's no point in like making fun of a group that like didn't ask to be made fun of and has like no, no bearing on it. So yeah, it's like super creepy because they're not in like fucking full on prison. They're just like they're in like holding. You know, they're in hold yeah, holding yeah. cell. But these guys are like, I'm in here for murder. Like yeah. it was wild. You, we're gonna gang rape were, you now. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we're gonna yeah. draw straws. In, in, in the cell ass. that 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 looks out onto the, the rest of the police station, we're gonna yeah. gang rape you now. I'm like, all right. Yes. I, I guess that's how this happens. That's it's, how it happens. It's, it's like that episode of Lock Up on MSNBC where that guy's talking about like, um, I'm here for like currency, and currency means, you know, another man's butthole. <laughs> and it's like he has a whole talk yeah. about it. They do, they do it like word for word on an episode of uh, The Boondocks too, where it's a guy who's it's just so like furry. he go he go it goes on and on like that, and he yeah, it's, it's deadpan. It's, he's got like no oh, smile man. on his face. He's like, yeah, no, I another man's butt is what I'm after right now. Yes, I remember this from yes. Boondock. Yes, it is. It is word for word taken from an episode. He also talks about how he like cooked up a big batch of like piss and shit and semen and blood and hmm? puke and like threw it on one of the guards as he walked by. And just oh, like, Jesus, yep. man, oh. it's a real thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. He called it something. It's he called, called it gas, I think. <laughs> yeah, they, they call it gassing because they just let me just put all this stuff in a cup and let it sit in the corner as far away from for, me for until weeks. oh, it's ready. Yeah. And then when the person comes to bring you your meal, ah, yeah, bad day for you. I hope you don't. But have it doesn't happen in a holding cell because <laughs> I got hepatitis. Yeah, yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah. hepatitis. Oh boy, but yeah, it's a wild scene. Um. Kid is like super nervous because everybody's coming at him and there's some old, I don't know who this old hobo looking man in the jail is supposed to be, but he's like, uh, well, Richard Pryor said that when he was in prison, the way he kept himself okay was to make him laugh. And Kid's like, epiphany, I'm going to rap at him. Yep. And I'm it's rap at these a dudes. rough rap. I, it's not I, had the, I had the subtitles on and it's also pretty homophobic. And yes was like ah aids i don't know there's a lot there's a lot it, it was it was exactly what you would expect for like 1990s homophobia like i'm like oh this is yep. this is you're not sugarcoating anything this is awful no. yeah it was yeah Should not, not being bum rushed i was yes. like oh boy you take that whole scene out of the movie you have a tight hour and 28 minute movie and i think it's a lot better off it's good it's yeah. good it's yeah, just yeah. like so wild that like because at the same time you not the same time but like maybe like a year or two later you have salt and pepper talking about like let's talk about sex, baby. Yes. Which is all about let's have sex without a rubber. We don't care who you're having sex with because mm-hmm. it's none of my business. That song was later, but well, <laughs> pulling them lyrics together from salt and pepper. Um, yeah, at this point, left eyes wearing a condom over her left eye. Exactly. Wearing safe sex all the time. Yeah. Yes. Well, later they at like 15 they, years they, old was weird. They they kind of went back in it later with the waterfalls. Well, yeah. If you remember the music video, yeah, the, it, it, it not, not little, the song, but the video is the yes. video. It's like, oh, that's oh, that, that guy got AIDS. That's why he disappeared. Oh no! I guess yeah. What's they had that, that last three line. Letters, three letters took him to his final resting place. Rest? Y'all don't hear me? Yeah. 
Well, oh. Jesus Christ. Uh, but I think we covered all the important stuff. Um, this movie. Well, but, so then they, talk about. they have to bail him out of jail. Everybody, True. you know, rallies around. Again, I'm thinking it's 2 a.m. They have to go yeah, to school in the morning, like but yeah. we're still, we're you know, bailing Bail people out. out of jail. Robin Harris never finds out about it. Pop shows up at the party. It's. I think they were just like, we want Robin Harris to roast the kids. Just some roast more. everybody so here come real through? quick. You come through. Yep. Let's do it. Oh, it's good. It's good. But yeah, it's a. There's not. A, there's not a lot that truly happens in this film. But yeah. you know, it was a nice after the spooktacular. I thought it was a nice, refreshing, yeah. simple film. Cleanser. High school kids having a having a party. Way better than <laughs> Way better than I know who killed me. You know, I'll agree on that. Um, oh my god! No. <laughs> I forgot we watched that movie. It was awful. One of the things we like doing on this pod is taking a look at a minor character and seeing if this movie was the start of big things at the peak of their whole career. So it's time for an IMDb deep dive. Dana, who are you going to dive on this week? Oh, a minor character. There's so many. There's a lot of people in this movie who like, did you, not really you... have full acting careers. How do you pick? Um, I'm going to go... Harris. No, no, I will because it's a guy I'd recognized. So I'm just kind of picking this right now. Um, Shireen's brother. Uh, uh, I can't uh, remember his. Oh, wait, no, it's right here. Um, oh, no, it's just called Shireen's brother. But he's played okay. by Clifton Powell. This is his second movie credit, it looks like. Okay. Um, he goes on to be on, plays a cop on Cop Rock. Oh, my God, uh, Cop Rock. Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> Think about a he, terrible idea. <laughs> Cocaine, yeah, baby. Is, is on Matlock. Jake oh. and the fat, fat Man. He's in Three Ninjas as FBI agent Curl. I don't really remember him. He loves playing cops, huh? Yeah, he's on Martin Lawrence <laughs> as a younger cop. Uh, he's in <laughs> In the Heat of the Night. That's a cop Oh, my show. God. Um, he's you in Medicine Society cops. as Chauncey, whoever that is. Okay. Um. He's on the Sinbad show for a couple episodes. He's on Rock, South Central. Homeboy just makes the. Oh he's God. in the movie Dead Rock President, and South Central. Yes, uh, he was on Central's episode good. of Murder She Wrote. R.I.P. Angela Lansbury. Yeah, yeah, no longer with um, us. Pacific Blue. He plays a captain. <laughs> what is up with this guy? He just loves being a cop. Touched by an angel. New York undercover because it pays the bills. Cop yeah. shows are always on. Yeah, he plays always on. Um, multiple different people on NYPD Blue. I think he was on two separate episodes four, part, four years apart. <laughs> people have done that on um, Law and Order too, where it's like I played a murderer and then I came back and played like a, like a bank robber. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Homeboy has lots of credits. I'm not going to go through all of them because we're still, we Incredible got like In the House. Number. with oh, In the <laughs> House. <laughs> he was on Malisha. Oh, um, all the black shows. Yeah, uh, he was in Friday after next. Oh, um, I thought you were gonna say Friday. <laughs> he was on. Oh wait, no, that's 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 a music video. I'll skip that one. Uh, white man can't rap. I don't know this film, but I want to. <laughs> what year was that? I'm curious. 2005. Oh, I was hoping it was like 97. No, <laughs> uh, brothers in arms. House. He was on the TV show Eve. Played a character named Yusuf. Oh, I forgot they gave you the uh, show. Yeah, yeah. CSI, the first one. Who made the potato salad? I don't know if that is, but it sounds funny. Sounds black as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I like potatoes. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I love potato he has a run of CBS shows. Shark. Numbers. Uh, no, that's actually the only two. Um, <laughs> well, he's on some called Street Why Kings. Cold Case. <laughs> The Rim Shop. Okay, I think that's just cars. Um, Man of Her Dreams. Oh my God, I'm just in 2009. I'm going to keep going. He was on Army Lives. He was on The Mentalist. This guy's a career. He's still going too. This is 2001 alone. He has like eight credits. I think these are all pretty small roles. He was a voice actor on Black Dynamite. Uh, he was on Unsupervised, Black Jesus. I don't know what any of this is. Um, like but Jesus yeah, the man. On... No, uh, no, I thought that was a Terry Crews. I think it was something else. You know, the man, man keeps the working. Movie, yeah, man. he was on Hawaii Five O. He's Black Lightning. It was a show I meant to watch from the CW, a superhero uh-huh. show. Uh-huh. I didn't get around to it. Uh, no Chase Street, the last OG. So he's on the Tracy Morgan okay. show. Yeah, uh, he's in the Family Business. I'm assuming that's the Tyler Perry, Perry show. I don't know. Sounds like it will be, it'll be called Tyler Perry's Family Business. He has a bunch of stuff in post production right now. Uh, so stay tuned because yeah. his last credit, yeah, he has a bunch of stuff that's waiting to be released. Well, good on him to go from this being a second movie in a very small role to having yeah. a whole thing. That's good for Clifton him. Clifton Powell, way to Clifton get it, Powell. man. Went to Emerson in Boston, keeping that SAG card, getting work every yeah. year. Bravo. He was in Ray. I missed that one. Oh, man. Did he produce it? It's a lot of credits, man. A lot of credits. I think he was in the first band that Ray joined after oh, he. Okay. Wow. Yeah. As an actor, he has so. 262 credits. That's so many credits. Right? 262. Stay working. Wow. Yeah. Good on mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Well, that does bring us to the end of this episode. And just like the end of the school year, that means it's time to add up some superlatives. Bilal is most likely to move to Detroit and become the morning drive host on WZUP radio. You know what that, that is? You know what that Lawrence. is? That's right. Uh, Shireen is most likely to tell people that the Kendrick Lamar album, Good Kid, Mad City, is all about her. Uh, if you know Good Kid, Mad City, Shireen is the main character in that album. It's a concept oh. album all about how um, Kendrick and his boys are trying to like get him over to Shireen to like hook up with her. Also, Shireen gives him VD at some point. There's a, there's a bar about oh. that. Uh, I fucked Shireen and went to tell my bros that Uncle Raymond, Usher Raymond, let it burn came on. So, hot sauce mm-hmm. all in our top ramen. <laughs> Fire in his noodle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's oh, bar is about. Okay. Uh, the 10-year so, anniversary of that of the, uh, that album. It's it's a shame he's never put out anything nearly as good as that. Because <laughs> that album is fucking perfect. Yeah. Good Kid Mad City is an amazing album. Uh, Sydney is most likely to con her parents into paying for her spring break trip to Cancun by saying she's going there to do charity work. Her parents fell for all her bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sleepy, mommy. <laughs> like she just she, they bought a planet sinker. Peter is most likely to still be hiding stuff from his mom late into his 40s. I guess I should just call him play. Yeah. And Kid is most likely to show his kids a picture of himself from high school when they tell him they don't believe he used to be a rapper. Like there's fucking evidence right here. Um, this next movie is Dave's pick. Dave, what are we gonna watch next? Uh, uh, this one was chosen partially because it was on HBO Max. So I went through all of HBO Max to see. This goes a lot. What's, what's available? There were there were quite a few. Uh, yeah. I think I had a list of about ten. 
And there was mm-hmm. only one that, that I hadn't seen or heard of previously. And then I saw the poster and said from the writers of The Hangover. I'm like, sure. Oh, I think I know it. I think I know it. I'm curious. Uh, Miles, Miles Teller, Skylar yep. Aston, Justin Chan, 21 and over. Yeah, I don't know. Your friends what this take is. you out when you're supposed to do something important the next day. It's gonna have one drink, and shit goes wrong. I have, I don't. I'm sure I've heard of this. I have no clue what this movie is. I just know the poster because sure. I, I've also thought it, it's recommended yeah. to me by HBO Max all the time, and I'm like, no HBO Max, no. Your algorithm's fucked. And it was in the, uh, the early 2010s, same time, similar, a little later than Project X, and uh, wow, yeah, just. Wild shit going on, and uh, we'll see if it's any good. Okay. After know. this tame ass house party movie, I think this one is nothing. Got no, because Miles M- Miles Teller shows up for a second in Project X, right? He's yeah. in. Yeah. I think he's, yeah. he's yeah. one of the stars. Miles Teller movies. as multiverse Miles Teller. Yeah, Miles Teller name Miles. play baseball instead of acting. It's a weird thing. Yeah. Oh God! All right, guys. You guys were like, uh, no, he's playing Miles Teller in the film. I was like, no, he says he's playing baseball at the he's university. He's playing Miles Teller, the baseball player. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. guys, that does it for this week's episode. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe, rate, and leave us a five star review. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Recapping Gown Pod and join our Facebook group, the Recapping Gown Fan Club. We will keep the discussion going in there all week. If you guys have any opinions of this movie, um, or memories, love for you to hop in and let us know what you think. But if you didn't like what you heard, to quote Stab, I will break my foot off so far up your ass that you'll be shitting sneaker for a month. Take it easy, millennials. We'll see you next week.